This podcast is a presentation of Sunset Presbyterian Church. For more information, log on to our website at www.sunsetpres.org. Today is a very special Sunday because it's an everyone Sunday, which means we are especially welcoming all of our kids into the service. Can we thank the kids for being here? So... At this time, I'd like to welcome the kids to come forward down here and sit on the ground for a little children's sermon. Um, And while they're coming forward, I'd like us to sing um, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. Ready? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Do you know this? Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. That is true. Jesus loves kids. Because the Bible shows us that Jesus loves kids. And in this worship service, what we're going to be doing is uh, looking at five ways that Jesus shows his love for kids. And the first way is that Jesus welcomes kids. And we want you to feel welcomed here. And so I want to share a story with you. Sound good? Yeah, sort of. So I'm going to ask you some questions and you can, you can answer the questions. Okay, sound good? All right. Sounds good. Okay. It's a story. No response is good response. Okay. It's a story about who's the greatest. So one day Jesus is walking with his disciples. Now, what is a disciple? Anyone know? Yeah. A guy who follows Jesus and a girl who follows Jesus too. Right on. That's excellent. Someone who follows Jesus. And they were on a long, long, long hike from a very high mountain to his hometown. Have you ever been on a long hike, anyone? What's the longest hike you've ever been on? How many hours? Um, I was on a little hike on the place, and it was so long it made my legs hurt. It, it was so long it made her legs hurt. Well, Jesus was on a long hike, minimum 12 hours of hiking. Can you imagine that? 12 hours. Can you imagine how much their legs would have been aching? And while they were hiking, they had an argument. They had a disagreement. And when Jesus came to the house, he asked, what are you arguing about? And they said, about who's the greatest? The question I have is, what does it mean to be the greatest? Anyone know? Yeah. The best. The best of the best. That's right, Levi. Right on. So who's the greatest soccer player of all time? Because this is a soccer town, right? Yeah? Messy. I don't know. Ronaldo? How about Pele? Pele. I think it's Pele. No? Okay. Marandano? Okay. (laughs) See, we're enacting the arguments that the disciples were having on their long hike. Who's the greatest basketball player? Jesus. Michael. Jesus. How can you argue with that? Okay. Jesus is the best basketball player. What is the greatest mountain? Mount Everest, that is the tallest, tallest mountain. Mount, uh, you have a, Mount Hood. Mount Hood. 
Okay, Mount Hood, Mount Everest. All right. So in the middle of this argument, can I squeeze by here? Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, no. In the middle of this argument, Jesus uh, goes in the middle of the disciples. So he, he, he stands here, and uh, the disciples ask him, well, who's the greatest in the kingdom of God? And so he calls a kid. So I'd like to call a kid. Anyone want to come here? Yeah, come on. Any of you? You can all come. Or maybe not all of you. Just come. Whoever wants to. Yeah, whoever wants to come can come. Yep. So in the mid, Yay! Give me five. High five. Nice. Okay. So you can stay here. Okay, just stay right here. Okay. So in the middle of this, he calls a, a child to himself. In the middle of them. And he says, whoever humbles himself like one such as these... This is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. How does that feel? Good. Feels really good. Okay, you can go back down. Okay. And, and what he then goes on to say is, whoever receives one such as that little child receives me. Can you believe that? Whoever welcomes, pays attention, uh, invites into their company, one such as these, we welcome Jesus Christ. So we want kids to feel welcome in our church. And one of the ways that we do that is through our children's ministry and through our kids' camp. And so we have 225, is that right, campers? 170, 180 teachers who are welcoming kids at kids' camp. And so, yes, okay, wait a minute. So if any of you here... Welcome kids by serving in our children's ministry. Would you stand? And if anyone here welcomes kids by serving at our kids camp, would you also stand? Would you all? And let's appreciate them. Let's appreciate them. Stay standing and just extend a hand of blessing. Lord, we thank you so much for these who welcome our kids. And we pray that as they do, they would experience welcoming Jesus Christ in their life. Would you bless them in every way? We pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. All right, kids, you can either stay here and sing or go back to your seats. So Jesus loves kids. Jesus loves kids. And another way that we see his love in the Bible is that Jesus values kids. He values them. He has a high value for kids. When Jesus um, ministered on earth, uh, he preached about one main big idea. He preached the good news about the kingdom of God. And the word kingdom in the Bible means God's reign. Not like reign in Portland, like reign as in his rule. The king, a kingdom usually includes a realm or a dominion and a people. But the kingdom of God in the Bible is not primarily talking about a physical location or a people. The kingdom of God is describing his reign. It's describing his, his rule. It's where his will is done on earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus taught us that there is nothing more valuable 
than the kingdom of heaven. He taught it through parables. He said the kingdom of heaven, it's like a treasure in a field, which this man found. He covered the treasure over. Then he went home with incredible joy, and he sold everything he has just to find that treasure. That's what the kingdom of God is like. And in another parable, he says the kingdom of God's like a great pearl. There's a merchant found this one beautiful pearl. And he, he also goes and sells absolutely everything he has. Imagine selling everything you have to buy this one thing. It is the kingdom of God. And so that's what makes what Jesus teaches about kids so amazing. You see, crowds flocked to Jesus to hear him teach and to be healed by him. And parents in these crowds would come and bring their kids to Jesus because they wanted Jesus just to touch them, to bless them in some way. But while these parents were doing this, the disciples rebuked the parents for bringing kids there. And that made Jesus very indignant, is what it says. And listen to what Jesus says to his disciples. Let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them, for such belongs the kingdom of God. Do you hear that? For such belongs. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Jesus teaches us that there is nothing more valuable than the kingdom of God and that this thing that is more valuable than anything else, belongs to our kids. And our kids are the ones that help us see how to enter into it. Jesus values kids because kids teach us how to enter into God's rule, his reign, his kingdom. At this time, we're going to receive our morning's offering, and I'd like to call the ushers forward. Uh, And in order to help the ushers collect the offering, uh, if we could all remain seated until the offering's been collected, and then afterward, you feel free to stand and worship with us. So let's pray for this offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our kids. We value our kids. We thank you for how they teach us about how to enter into your kingdom, into your rule, your reign, humbly, trusting And Lord, thank you for every giver and every gift given today. May you abundantly bless them and their families. And may these tithes and offerings be multiplied to build your kingdom of heaven right here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus loves kids. And another way that we see that Jesus loves kids in the Bible is that Jesus protects kids. It's interesting, in all the Gospels, uh, we see Jesus teaching his disciples through kids. He's teaching them lessons. And in Mark's Gospel, we see how much Jesus wants to protect kids. Mark helps us see this through his writing style. In chapters 9 and 10, uh, Mark uses what's called a chiastic structure when he writes and teaches about his disciples through his interactions with kids. So let me explain how a chiastic writing structure works. Today, when we write a paper, we usually, there's usually an introduction, a body, and a conclusion. And in the introduction, we usually have the big idea, the main thesis point. 
And then in the body, we then have points that argue that main point and illustrations along the way. And then we conclude. So today in our service, the big idea is that Jesus loves kids. And we're trying to show that by how he welcomes them and how he values them and how he protects them. But in the time of Jesus, Hebrews wrote in what's called a chiastic structure. So if you can make this kind of sign, a chi is the Greek letter X. It looks like X. So where do you think the, the big idea, the thing that the writer really wants you to notice, where is that going to be located in that writing style? Right in the center, right in the middle. Unlike our, our writing today, where it would be at the top, and then we would argue it. In that time, and throughout the scriptures, it's right in the middle. And I want you to see something that's pretty fascinating here. So in Mark chapter 9 and in Mark chapter 10, Jesus is teaching his disciples about the kingdom of God. So both in 9 and 10, he's teaching his disciples about the kingdom of God. At the beginning, he talks about who's the greatest in the kingdom. And then at the end, he talks about how the kingdom belongs to kids and we enter it like a kid. And in in Mark 9, verse 36, and in Mark 10, verse 16, hopefully you'll see it on the screen, um, we see the similar language. Right at the beginning, he takes a child into his arms. And then at the other end, he takes the children into his arms. So we see that at the beginning and at the end. But what's happening in the middle of that section? In the middle of Jesus' teaching, surrounded by kids, Jesus is going to say this in Mark 9, 33. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if he had a great millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the sea. Now, pretty vivid. So if you go to Capernaum today, you can actually see the millstone that's used to grind the wheat and, or grapes and I've been there in person, and I've literally put my hands in between that hole and did with everything I could try to lift that thing, and you cannot lift that. And he's right there on the edge of the sea, right there in Capernaum. So this would have been a pretty vivid image. As you can see by Jesus' illustration, protecting kids is extremely important to Jesus. It is the heart of God. Jesus wants us to protect kids, and anyone who does that, anyone who's working to protect kids, is working in the very heart of God. And one of the reasons I love our children's ministry and love the leadership of Kathy is there is a dedication to safety and security. Children, children's ministry works hard to make sure every kid is safe. So this year, my family and I are serving in the kids' camp. So this is our first year, and we got the training. But it's interesting, there's, you know, we got the general training, but there was also training in security. And we, we have to do background checks, and there's the double deep rule. You have to have two non-related adults with every kid at, at the same time. You can never, ever have one adult with a kid, and all these things. And we have a security team that volunteers their time, uh, taking time off of work to keep our kids safe. Yeah. So... If you're on the security team, if you're on the core of the security team, would you stand? Because we just want to say thank you to those who are on the security team, the core of the security team. Yeah. 
Okay. Stay, stay standing. Stay standing. Now, I want to make a point because they quizzed us on this. And they said, well, you know, they taught us about who's on the security team. Well, these, these guys are like the leaders of it, okay? They, they, they wear the yellow shirts. And, but what they emphasize is that that's not the security team. The security team is everyone who serves. So can we have everyone serving at the kids' camp stand? Because you're all on the security team. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, they quizzed us on this. You know, who's on the security? Stay standing, stay standing. But, you know, we as a church also take this teaching of Christ to heart, to be a safe place for our kids, which means that actually not just they are on the security team, we're all on the security team. So if you're able, would you please everyone stand? And I want to pray for the Lord's protection over our kids. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our kids. We thank you for God's heart to keep them safe. And Lord, we pray for the safety of our kids, not only at kids camp, but at church every single Sunday. And wherever they go, Lord, would you not only bless them, but would you keep our kids? Would you guard them? Would you keep them safe? We love them. They are precious. And we thank you for your heart to keep them safe too. And all God's people said, Jesus loves kids. Another way that we see his love for kids in the Bible is that Jesus blesses kids. He blesses kids. Now, our God is a God who blesses. Barak, that's the old Hebrew word for blessing. It's, a, it's, a, it's being pronounced God's divine favor upon you, that you would flourish You'd have God's favor would rest upon you. Our God is a God who blesses. We see it right there at the beginning of the Bible. In the creation story, God blesses not just once, but three times. God blessed them. God blessed them. And so God blessed them. Three times. God blesses. God's blessing is at the very heart of creation itself. God then blesses Abraham. He calls Abraham to himself, and he says that, I will bless you. I'm going to bless you so you can be a blessing. And then in Numbers, before God sends Israel from Mount Sinai to the promised land, God once again, before they take that journey, blesses them. May the, this, this was a command. You shall bless them. You shall, God says, bless them. It's not a may. It's not you ordinarily bless. It's a shall, which God says you shall bless them. He gives his blessing. I bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. And he gives them that blessing before they head out. So it's no surprise that Jesus blessed people because God reveals himself in Jesus Christ. But the big surprise is who Jesus blesses, the humble, the poor in spirit. And he blesses children. He blesses children. He seems to go 
out of his way to bless children. It says that Jesus took the children in his arms and he blessed them. He laid hands on them. When, that's the sign of blessing is the laying on of hands, putting on the shoulder, putting on the head, putting on the back to pronounce a blessing. The original was to kneel. But this time when Jesus blessed them, it's a, it's a, it's a very intense form of the word for bless. It's not just a good word or God's divine favor. It is fervent blessing. When it comes to kids, he fervently, ardently blesses them. It's a shall. We shall bless our kids. So that's what we want to do. Following Jesus' example in this service, we as a church family want to bless our kids. That sound good? We're going to do this together. So kids, if you wouldn't mind, if it's all right with you, if you're a kid, you feel like a kid, would you stand? Would you stand where you're at? If you're a kid, if you could stand. Um, And while they're standing, if you're near your child or you're a guardian of a child or a relative, if you're near them and you're close enough, please place your hand on their shoulder if it's okay with them. Um, If you're sitting near a kid, um, would you please extend a hand of blessing? That is the Old Testament uh, form of blessing. It was very it was physical, and they would, they would make the form, actually the priest would make the form of a, of a W, which is the first letter that sounds in the word shalom. And that's an old practice, a Jewish practice. And that's why if you're near a kid, just extend a hand of blessing um, over our kids. So let's bless our children. Kids, may the Lord bless you, cause you to flourish, pronounce his divine favor upon you. May the Lord keep you safe, guard you, and protect you. May the Lord turn his whole presence upon you and shine his his presence upon you. And be gracious with you. And may the Lord, may you even see now the Lord's smiling face upon you. May you see the Lord's smile upon you and give you peace. We bless all the children of this family here or at their home, uh, grandkids, parents uh, of kids. We bless all our kids in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son. In the name of the Holy Spirit and all God's people said, Amen. Jesus loves kids. Another way that we see Jesus loving kids in the Bible is that Jesus prays for kids. Uh, Jesus, or the children were brought to Jesus that he might lay his hands on in blessing and he would pray for them. Uh, Jesus prayed for kids. He demonstrated his love for kids by praying for them. And so I'd like to call Kathy Crick, our children's ministry director, forward, who's going to lead us in a time of prayer. But before she does that, I just want to say we have such a great children's ministry team, um, Kathy and Carly and Melissa, and even the next-gen team of Rick and Seth and Carol is just such a powerful team, um, and, and Kathy's a leader. 
and we are so grateful for her. And so can we just take a moment to say thank you to Kathy? Yeah. Okay, she's going to lead us in a time of prayer. Well, I am just thrilled and honored every year to get to do kids camp. It's exhausting, but we love it. And, uh, and there's a lot that goes into it. We've been planning this since about January. Um, and, uh, and it really, this last week is kind of our uh, hit the ball out of the park kind of week. And, and it takes a village. It takes a lot of people. It's not just my you know, team with Ben and Carly and all of them on staff, but there are, are tons of people that contribute to all of this happening. Um, the set we transformed um, in here and out in the lobby, that was um, done mostly by high school and middle school students, to be honest. <laughs> and <laughs> pretty awesome, right? Um, a lot of Abby Matusek and, um, and uh, J- Jude Richley were in charge of the design of the stage here, um, as well as the design of the stage in Kids Town. Um, yeah. and, uh, and what I love about Kids Camp most of all is how multi-generational it is. It's, it's adults, grandparents. I mean, Abby had her dad and her grandpa helping her build the structures of these uh, um, what are we calling them? Consoles? Game consoles? Um, they were painted here. We had all kinds of people here, and it was just a mix of generations, and it's just such a joy to watch that happen and watch the church be the church. So as the church, um, you all should have received a card that looks like this, and I'm going to just lead you through some prayer time and just kind of go over these briefly, and then I'm going to give us all uh, some time to pray towards the end. But we do want this to be a safe place. Um, I always tell the volunteers the biggest thing is to make it safe and fun um, for the kids. And um, kids need to feel safe, and we want that to be this place. So that's one thing you could be praying for. Um, the activities that the kids do, they have craft, they have rec, they have small group time. And, um, and I would ask, not just today, but if you take this card home and pray for the rest of during the week. And I will ask you to pray for one particular day, which is Wednesday of next week. And that's when the gospel message will be presented to the kids. And so um, it happens to be the day of the week that our volunteers are the most exhausted. And so if you can pray for them during that time, as well as praying that the kids' hearts would be open to hear and receive what's being taught. And then we are, we always do a mission project. This year we are um, trying to raise $7,000. It'll be the most, the biggest goal that we've ever had. Um, and we are going to try and raise money to build a water well in Uganda for some school kids. So if you would like to help with that, we would love that. The kids get super excited every day to find out how much they've raised. And so um, it would just be a huge blessing at the end of the week to be able to say we can help build a well for these school kids in Uganda. Um, so that's how we're going to reach our community. And then the volunteers. We have 180 volunteers, both behind the scenes and with kids, um, that make this camp happen. And so just be praying for them as well. And then energy. We, you exhibit, we exhibit a lot of energy on stage. And that goes and goes and goes. And then um, we need to sustain that for four days in a row. So <laughs> if you can pray that we do that, because the kids will definitely come in with energy. They are never lacking with that. Um, it's the volunteers <laughs> that, that really um, need that energy and that enthusiasm throughout the entire week. So I would ask that um, 
you take this card, if you've got one, if not, there's someone near you that does, and just gather in groups, some, you know, God calls us to gather together in groups of two or more, and where two or more are gathered, that's where we will be praying, and just pray for one or some of these things um, in a time of just individual prayer time, and then um, I will close us at the end. So if you wouldn't mind joining your group that you're with, you can stand up if you'd like, um, and we can pray for our kids. Father God, as we gather together as your, your children, each one of us, young and old, um, we just, we pray over this entire week, Lord, there will be nearly 600 people here on this campus throughout the week, um, parents, kids, volunteers, and, um, and Father, we just, we ask for your hand to be over each and every single person, um, where they're coming into a place that is safe and loving and, and just emits how much you love each one of us individually. And I just pray for each person. I pray for our church family as they um, commit to pray for this week and for the kids and the families that um, you desire to draw close to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So now receive the blessing. You all get blessed too, not just our kids. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May he smile upon you and give you peace. May the Lord bless each and every one of you. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.